0: Welcome to the Healing School Podcast. This is a place where you can get built up in the Word of God concerning healing. This is a place of truth and bold faith in the Word of God. We encourage you to get your Bible and some notepaper, write down what the Lord is speaking to you. This is a place for both receiving and ministering healing. The stronger your faith gets in this area, the more effective you will be for the kingdom of our God. Hold fast to the Scriptures. The truth of the scripture never changes and it never gets old. These are episodes you can feed on time and time again. Please share our podcasts with other people. Most always, someone either needs healing or knows someone who does. God bless you and heal you as you hear His Word. Hello. (laughs) All right. Um, This This kind of came to me in the middle of the night one day, or one night, when I woke up. uh, I was kind of in fear, and uh, I don't know if any of you, I'm sure you do, or I wouldn't be up here talking about it, (laughs) deal with fear. Uh, We all do. Um, This world, this world was not created, but was bathed in fear Um, in Genesis 3. 8, 9, and 10, uh, if, if I can remember. I have it on my phone, but I'm trying to remember. Um, Adam and Eve, after they ate of the fruit, they they ran out and they hid themselves among the trees. And God came and he called Adam and he said, where are you? And, and Adam came out and he said, um, I hid myself because I was afraid. So... I got to get it over with. <laughs> the first thing that that Satan gave to man besides death was fear. And this world is permeated and bathed and it doesn't matter if you're a Christian or not we still are assaulted by fear. But but God, okay. Um, let me let me see. My God has not given us a spirit of fear, but we have something more, but of power and love and of a sound mind. All right. The first part, fear. According to Strong's, it's a it's a primitive root to fear, to frighten, a fright, to be afraid or to dread. And I'm sure that, that many of you or me have have felt dread, and you hear something, and and it puts just a dread in you. God didn't intend that to be. And that comes against just about anything that he has for us, if we fear. Fear causes doubt, it causes unbelief, it causes, um, I need a tissue, it causes um, just generally, when a person is afraid, they really can't think your your mind is consumed with what you're afraid of a drowning person we know is dangerous because they fear so greatly that that they they're terrified and they just fight and and uh they call that fight and flight you know when when we're afraid of something that that's that we can run away from but most of the things we can't run away from and uh so this came to me when i was feeling some fear in the middle of the night. And uh, God just brought that scripture. I use it if I am afraid, because we taught it to our kids, too, when they would have nightmares or be afraid. But um, he said, it was like he highlighted it, and and I knew that was what I was going to have to be talking about. So the thing of it is that um, we have fear, and fear is all around us, but we don't have to receive fear. I don't know how, I don't know how it is with anybody else. When fear comes on me, I can it's like a hand back here kind of gripping me. And or either that or I can feel my <laughs> stomach tighten and and just get sick to my stomach. But um I was coming against it and it was like I don't have to be this way. He said Put your focus on me, not on what you're afraid of. And uh, I did. That was a night when uh, other things were coming against me, but I also had a very sick, and this might seem silly to people, I don't know. I had a really sick cat. And I was concerned. His brother had died in, in December, and he was going the same way. And I said, God, I can't do anything, I'm going to put this, I take this fear and, and I give it to you. I, I take it and give it to you. And I went to sleep, I was able to sleep, and when I got up the next morning, the cat was up, and he was saying, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I need food, I want food. And his tail was up in the air, and the cat cats, when their tails are in the air, they're happy, they're feeling better. And he's been fine ever since. But it's like, God's, God's pointing us out. He said, see, you see what I can do if you don't fear and you give it to me? Okay, so the rest of this verse, well, let me, let me, let me go into this. But when Jesus heard it, when he, when he heard, you know, that, that uh, Jairus' daughter had died. He answered him, saying, Fear not, believe only, and she shall be made whole. Okay, 365 times, I believe it's in the, this thing is, is in the um, King James, 365 times fear not is said, is written. One time for every day of the year, we could stand up and say to ourselves, fear not, don't be afraid, don't let Satan put a fear on you. We fear just about anything. We fear sickness, we fear the future, we fear the government, we fear, you name it, it's there. I don't have to to outline everything. But he said to him, fear not, only believe. You can't be believing strongly about anything, especially healing, if you fear. If, If what you're focusing on is the symptoms that are coming against you, And they make you afraid. And that's the devil's intent, is to put fear into you and you fear and you're more afraid and you're more afraid and you're more afraid and he has more power over you in in the fear that he puts in you. We can't do that. We can't do that. We have to use what God gave us. Okay. Um, Be anxious for nothing. You've heard this. And it's Philippians, if you want to look it up. Um, Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. It's true. Everything he says is true but it's we just need to know it's true okay we're instructed to humble ourselves under the mighty hand of god casting all our care upon him for he cares for us first peter 5 6 and 7 sorry when i am afraid i put my trust in you in god whose word i praise in god i trust i shall not be afraid psalm 56 3 and 4a that's david david had a lot of things to fear but he trusted god if we put our trust in god if we can if we can Speak to our minds, tell ourselves, teach ourselves through the word and through prayer that we don't ever have to be afraid when we trust in God. He knows and He understands, but He has the future, and and whatever we think could come upon us, He's already got it. He's already taken care of it. He's already healed us, He's already delivered us, He's made us righteous. He has already put in us the ability to come against the power of the enemy. And when he comes against us, we can stand against him with the word in our lips, in our mouths, and say, uh-uh, no, no, I'm not taking this. For the for the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. Okay, so you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses to Jerusalem and to all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Acts 1, 8. Um, power is, is in Strong's, it's uh, Dunamis, Dunamis. Force, ability, might, and strength. So we have the force, ability, might, and strength given to us by God in His Word to come against all of the power of the enemy. Amen. Now to Him who is able to do far more abundantly than all. <laughs> I'm sorry, than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us Ephesians 3:20 the power in us is god it's not us i think that that's probably the most important thing to remember we aren't doing it we aren't fighting it he's fighting through us he's given us so much he, he you know what we lost when, when, when we bowed the knee to the devil? It, we lost everything that God had put into man. And, and we're just now starting. He, he infiltrated the church too. He came into the church to where the church was no longer teaching what we have in, in Christ. And it was in the Bible, but if people don't understand or they're not taught correctly, they don't realize we have, we have so much that he gave back to us. He, <laughs> uh, it, it, I don't know. It, over, it can be overwhelming just to, to think of all the things that Jesus did when he died. First, he came to show us what he was, who he was, and what he had, and what he could do. But then when he died, he gave that to us. He gave us that ability to come against the the things of this world that are so against God. And we're basically God's bulwark bulwark against the forces of the enemy. But we're so much more powerful because God is the power in us. (laughs) We have power in our authority to use the name of Jesus, cast out demons, to command mountains to move, and to speak to sickness and disease and command it to leave. Okay, so that's power. The next part is love. He gave and of love. Strongs says agape. God is love. And God's kind of love. Love has been perfected among us in that, in this, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because in his, as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear makes torment. 1 John four seventeen and eighteen. We have perfect love in us. Fear can't stay in us if we allow. The perfect love to have its way within us. if we if we completely and allow ourselves to be immersed in the love that God has for us, it's it's overwhelming. But it overwhelms fear and it won't overtake us. And I, I understand when when something comes upon people, your first thought is, oh no. But try really, really hard to school your mind and your thoughts. you know we give we give every thought to the to the authority of of Christ. and uh, we don't allow it to come out of our mouth. We are so powerful in what we say. When God created the world, th- this is this is something it doesn't say in the Bible exactly, but we were made the image of God, and we're the only creature on earth that speaks he created us in his image and he created with his mouth with his words and he gave us that ability to speak others can mimic you know birds can mimic speech but there's nothing behind what they say we have that ability he put he put his stamp on us in 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 so many ways and and Probably, I think, the most powerful is our speech, is our ability to speak his word out. And his word is dynamite, power, power. Okay, this is love. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and with all your mind. You shall love thy neighbor as thyself. Matthew 23, 37 through 39, or 37 and 39. Um, If we don't walk in love, then we're not walking in in what God intended for us to. We need to love people that don't don't seem lovely that can cause fear to come up in us if we allow it we need to love them we need to we need to be filled with like i said be filled with his love with the perfect love i'm kind of repeating myself but i think it's good to reiterate okay and of a sound mind i think when we when we understand that our mind our mind is what can can um, come against what God's word says because you know our mind if we overthink things we can we can be we can walk in fear that's basically where it comes from or where it attacks us is is in our minds and we can't focus ourselves on what is out there to give us fear. I think that um, when we have put the word into us and we we can stop and go to the scriptures, and if we have the scriptures in us, they'll come out. The Lord will bring them out. The Holy Spirit will remind you. Sometimes you have to be still. You have to be quiet, which is probably why he speaks to me a lot in the middle of the night. Because I'm quiet, and the house is quiet, and and I can listen. And uh, putting the word into you is probably your most, your best weapon. Mm-hmm. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Proverbs eighteen twenty one. We have the power to speak life or death over ourselves and over others and over situations. And I've been hearing teachers say, don't speak the problem. Don't speak what you see. Speak what you believe. And God takes care of things. So if you speak... God has this. God has this. He's, he's taking care of me, he, he protects me, he watches over me, he supplies my needs. He, he gives me health, not just healing, but health. He puts health into us. And if you speak these things and you continually speak them over yourself until you believe them, and, and if, you're, you know, if you're not right there at the moment when you're saying it, it's God's word. It's putting faith into you. And you're speaking it out, so you, I can still hit hit the mic ouch I'm sorry it's okay. the pig's getting used to. yeah, and it's hurting my ear <laughs> okay. Um, do not perform. is it working? Yeah. Do not conform to the problem or to the I'm sorry, I'm having a hard time seeing that to the pattern of the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, then you will be able to, to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Romans 12, 2. I think that's right. I may have miswritten that one. It's Romans 12 anyway. If we know his perfect will, we're able to perform, we're able to do. Finally, brethren. Finally, brothers and sisters. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is... Admirable if anything is excellent or what is that word praiseworthy think about such things Philippians 4: eight okay what we put into our minds my husband used to say garbage in garbage out what you put into your mind, what you put into your into your um, just your daily going about doing things. Uh, I, I I used to tell myself I like to, to uh, I study the Word a lot, and I like to read about God, and I like to, to read things, you know, testimonies and teachings, and listen to things like that. And But it would be like, um, well, I'm mean, going to have kickback time, and I'd go and look at the news. <laughs> Maybe not the news itself per se, but but maybe like the headlines on YouTube <laughs> to see what's going on in the world. And it was just kind of like kickback to me. And, and God has slowly, slowly, I think I'm a little slow sometimes, been teaching me or telling me, don't do that. It it, it may not be bad. And even things that some teachers or preachers say is is depressing, and and it can really bring you down if you if you actually get yourself to listening to it a lot. Watch what you put into your mind. Watch, and and I and I've basically pretty much gone on a fast for news. I can't say I don't fall off the wagon once in a while, but I but I pretty much don't look at things that don't pertain to the Word of God and. You know sometimes we can think oh, is that is that all you want us to read God?" I read that. I've read it, you know, but then he'll he'll bring something out, and he wants to talk to you, he wants to to talk to you through your through his word, and when when we actually make a commitment and say, "Okay, okay, okay, I'm not going to listen to the news. I'm not going to listen to any of the garbage that's going on in the world, and sometimes I have to be told. Did you know somebody died? I'm like, no. (laughs) Or did you know that such and such is happening in the world? No, but thank you for letting me know, so I'm at least up to date a little bit. If we keep our minds on what is pure, what is lovely, what is of good report, good report, good report. We want the good report. Because we are not going to be in this mess forever it's not going to last forever and God has a plan and he's working it out and he's going to do it and and people are coming into this we're going to have this place isn't big enough Uh, when I first came in here and I couldn't see then at all but uh, when I first came in it felt like the other church a lot Uh I thought it's not big enough it's not big enough and it's not we haven't seen it yet. But it's coming. And it's going to be here. And you're going to see people coming in. They're going to be standing in line to get in. And we don't have the room for them. So we're going to have to be outdoors or something. I don't know. But there's going to come a time. And it's coming. Because more and more people. The devil overplays his hand. And the fear he's putting in people is driving them to God. But we have to know how to handle fear and not let us. Let it drive us away from God and away from what he wants to do with us. So um, that's pretty much all I had to say. Praise if there's anybody that has any questions, I've lived with fear in my life, and I'm learning to deal with it. And uh, I found out, God told me, pointed out this out to me when I dream. If I've looked at the news and, and uh, been... Focusing my attention on the world, uh, that kind of opens the door to Satan to give me some really crappy dreams. Sorry about the English, but uh, I don't. I try really hard now because I don't like the dreams that I have when I when I don't pay attention to what what God says. But when I do, then I have pretty good dreams. So um, I don't know if anybody has anything to say or questions or anything. Yeah. They're, now, let me see if I understand. They're they're afraid to come back to God because of what they've done or what they are. They're in a situation where... Because they turned their back on him. They turned their back on God, yeah. new identity, and then, Well, I, I believe um, the Holy Spirit speaks to people constantly and continually. And if they're hearing that they need to come back, it's because God's welcoming them. Mm. He's not... Judging them for, for what they've done. He's already taken that. He already took that sin. And they're forgiven. All they need to do is repent and turn back to him. And they'll be accepted. And he'll enfold them in his arms. And he will raise them up. They don't have... I, and I have have family that's into that nonsense. Um, they're not open and willing yet to hear anything, but they will. They will. <laughs> okay, let's, you. Well, I could say been there, done that. Um, I I really feel you pray for them, obviously. And um, my kids never became seriously ill enough to... I mean, I would, I would be like, Lord, <laughs> you got to heal them at the time. I can't afford to go to the doctor. And, and um, from, from more recent experience, I, I really believe that if you can, I can walk up to him and hand him my problem, hand him what the situation is, hand him the child, and say, you know, Lord, you already healed them. You already took care of this and I'm standing on you and your promises that, that what you say is true, and you will do what you say, what you promise. When, when Sarah believed for a child, she, she considered him faithful who had promised. And to me, that's for everybody. That's for, that's for your child. My kids all grew up healthy and, and healed of whatever was ailing them. And I would say that now I'm I'm not saying don't take them to the doctor and you know don't if you're if you're if you're walking in fear. Don't let fear control you, and you you seek help if you need help, absolutely. But if you're not in fear, be in trust. And if they're getting worse, do what you need to do. You, don't, you know, what we can do with ourselves, you, you don't necessarily want to do with your kids because they don't always respond like, like our bodies would. But we have authority over our children when they're little. Thank you for asking me to do this.